Hello, this is Yaro, and welcome to the Entrepreneur's Journey podcast. Today's guest is Kat Laterzo. Hello, this is Yaro Stark, and welcome to an Entrepreneur's Journey interview. And today I have the pleasure of another graduate from my blog mastermind program from many years ago, who I didn't realize actually took my blog mastermind program. Her name is Kat Laterzo. And I've actually seen Kat because another one of my students, uh, Tracy Raftel, who you might know from the Acne Nation interview I did with her, she said she had just joined this high-end mastermind with a very high-energy coach, and it was Kat. So I investigated Kat's website to see what she was doing, and it's it's very exciting. She's got this sort of strong um, personal development, personal uh, sort of trainer. If you can tell, she's coming from a uh, a fitness background, which she is. But I'm going to let Kat tell her story. So, um, Kat, first of all, thank you for joining me. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> well, this this is awesome because you know you're having amazing success and and. I was asking you before we hit the record button here if there was a number I could share with the listeners of how well you're doing. And I'm blown away that you're already at 80,000 a month is your, your average at the moment. That's 80,000 per month. So you're getting close to that seven figures total. But I know it's also been a bit of a roller coaster ride for you over the years with the finding the right fit, I guess, in a business. So I'd love to uh, go through that story with you. Um, but just to paint the picture of where you are today, you, you're traveling, right? You, you sort of run your business while you're traveling around the world? Yeah, we are. Well, when I say we, my husband, myself, my nearly five-year-old daughter and nearly one-year-old, actually in six days, son, um, we are living the laptop lifestyle on the road for, well, we left Australia in June, but we actually left Melbourne, which is home in November last year, just a, a couple of months after our son was born, and we're, we're traveling for maybe a year, maybe two years. We're, we're kind of just seeing where the road takes us before eventually settling back in the Gold Coast. And obviously, the business is completely mobile, and uh, you have no problem just powering up a laptop and running it. Is that how it works? That's exactly right, and that that was the goal for a long time. Time, in fact, you were my direct inspiration for that because I remember when I first started following you. I remember you referring maybe in a blog or, or maybe in the blog mastermind to um, how you you could work either from home or from a cafe by the beach, and you were completely mobile. And I think you'd just been doing some big travels at that time, and that honestly planted the seed. And I really remember just feeling like, gosh, imagine living a life where you could just have your laptop and a coffee and sit in a cafe and just write and make a living that way. And, and to me, I kind of had the idea that, wow, imagine if I could make 80 grand a year during that. And I said it as a bit of an intent and I, well, I wouldn't say I never thought I'd get to 80 grand a month because I do, I do always dream pretty big. But at the same time, back in 2007, setting that goal, it did seem quite surreal. And so to know that I'm living it, it's just sometimes I just get goosebumps even thinking about it. It's quite quite mind blowing. That is amazing. Well, where were you in 2007? Were you, uh, were you a personal trainer? Because I know that that's your background as a, a fitness person, right? Mm, yeah, I was a personal trainer since the year 2000. Um, so from a fairly young age, and so in 2007, I was personal training in the city in Melbourne, in, in Melbourne Central. Um, 
and doing really well, you know, always did really well and had a successful business and, and lots of clients getting results and so on. But just feeling like, well, I didn't really see that personal training alone was my future and, and I was always very cold to writing. I had studied, profession, studied professional writing and editing and always wanted to be a, an author and a journalist. And so I thought I'll, I'll start writing and I'd heard of this thing called a blog. <laughs> so I started a free WordPress blog. Um, actually, it's still around, my original <laughs> free WordPress blog and I kind of got some more goosebumps when I found it a couple of months ago because I was reading through some of the posts I wrote in 07 and they were pretty much exactly the same stuff I talk about today about living life now. Well, you've obviously found a much better business model than personal training uh, in terms of income with, with the same sort of uh, knowledge and, and subject matter that you love. But let me just, before we talk about your business, because I'm so curious how this $80,000 is generated and what you do exactly, but um, prior to the business, has it always been a personal training for you? Was there any other entrepreneurial endeavors before that? Oh, look at how far do you want to go back? <laughs> well, give me a summary. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've always had that entrepreneur spirit, or I guess you could call it a rebellious spirit, where I do remember from quite early on just thinking, yeah, I really don't like following the rules. Um, having said that, I was, a, I was a very academic, good student, like a, a good girl did what she was told until probably later on in high school days where I started just really thinking, well, I don't, I don't really know if I want to follow this uni path. And, and I'd always planned to be a lawyer, in fact, my family had been uprooted when I was 13 and we lived in Germany for a couple of years. And one of the reasons we came back when we did was so that I could finish schooling in Australia in order to be able to study Australian law. Um, and I, I did it for like a few days and then left duty. So I'd always been entrepreneurial in terms of, I mean, I was going door to door selling lemons and oranges from my grandparents' garden when I was five years old and I figured out I made more sales if I took my three-year-old brother with me because of the cuteness factor. Um <laughs> you know, and selling various things through childhood and starting up clubs and charging people to join them. And I sold Avon when I was 11. And so it's always, always sort of trying to make money in different ways. And, and even within the personal training business, um, which I did for 13, 14 years, I was always looking at ways that I could expand beyond just one-on-one, whether it was running an event or running a workshop for the other trainers to teach them business stuff. And, and so always kind of looking, looking for more and, I realize now looking back, it was partly just kind of looking for that true fulfillment, kind of trying to find my true niche or, well, niche hook, you know, corner of the world where I really wanted to be and where I really wanted to teach. But it was also just that I do have that really strong creative spirit where I just love to create and do new things. And so even now with my business doing just incredibly well, I, I'm just, I'm never satisfied, you know, not in a bad way, but I'm always thinking, well, what else can I do? What else can I create? I'd love to talk about, the transition because there's so many personal trainers, consultants, service providers, people who are what you used to be, like basically doing that paid per hour. You're running your business, so there's a degree of freedom to it, but it's not that leveraged. You're sort of trapped to your clients and you have to work to earn. It's very linear. So I could already tell you were always thinking about how to break that model and get a better model from what you were doing. Can you talk about you know, maybe the first attempts you did to turn what you were doing in fitness into a, a better business or, you know, a, a, a business that you really wanted and then how that eventually led to what you do today. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, I mean, I was always looking even when I had no idea where to look. And I think this is a really important point because I hear a lot of times people saying, well, 
I just know that I want a different life. I don't want the nine to five, but I don't know what my business, I don't have a business idea or if they have a business idea, I don't know where to start. And I said, people, okay, I get that that's frustrating, but it's not an excuse regardless of whether you have a business idea or not, or you know what you could possibly do. If you're not happy with what you've got and what you're doing, then start to look elsewhere. So that's kind of what I did where I just, I bought a laptop and in between personal training clients, instead of doing coffee or walking around the city or whatever I'd been doing prior, I just started going online and and finding like the two cafes at the time in Melbourne where you could go online or going to an internet cafe and just kind of looking around and and trying to get ideas and just trying to figure things out. Um, And so I was really committed to the the general concept of more. Um, And in some ways I felt bad about it at the time because I felt like I was just this ungrateful person who couldn't be happy with what she had. Um, and also very antisocial, like pretty much just always saying no to to catch-ups with other personal trainer friends and just kind of going away with my laptop or with my journal to try and figure things out, reading a lot of Tony Robbins and Brian Tracy and all the kind of godfathers of personal development who I grew up reading from my dad's bookcase. And somehow or other I, I came across you, Yaron, across the blog mastermind and I thought, well, this is what I need to do. I, I need somebody who can give me some direction. And so I joined your blog mastermind and I I think I already had my free WordPress site set up before that. And I probably only did a total of 20 posts on that site ever. It was really more like a newsletter for my personal training clients. So it was more that I was starting to think, okay, well, I know that I don't want to keep doing one-on-one forever. And certainly a lot of coaches, whether or not fitness coaches, but coaches in general who are doing one-on-one feel that way. Um, I thought, okay, let's look at some ways that I can maybe leverage my time, like doing more maybe corporate work or group stuff or events or something. So I thought that if I have a blog, then it's going to give me some more credibility and maybe allow me to position myself in a higher way as a personal trainer. And it did. It it did do that to a degree. But I, I think that it was as a result of being in your blog mastermind that I set up my first what I would term official blog which was called Body Incredible, and it was fitness, weight loss, and motivation. And so it was just a a general fitness, weight loss, and motivation site. And I followed what you taught to set that site up and and to get it all, you know, operational and working really well and started to build my list and started to do some guest posting for some some cool sites as well, which was something that took a little bit of, you know, trial and error to get people to, to pay any attention to me, but it did pay off, the work did pay off. And I started to write an e-book um, and the ebook unfortunately took me 26 months to write because I just turned it into this mammoth thing where I decided that if I was going to do an ebook, it was going to be the best ebook in the world, <laughs> and therefore that I had to put everything I knew about everything into this book, <laughs> which which I pretty much did. It's quite a mammoth. Uh, and I finally released the book. I think it was in 2009, and made my first money online. And in fact, I made 411 dollars that day, which was 11 sales. And I was. I was just over the moon. And, and one thing that you taught um, that really just stands out to me, you might not remember saying it, but I remember it as clear as day, was once you make your first dollar online, you just realise how much possibility there is. And I really felt that when I when I made my first sales of my ebook, I just felt like, wow, if you can make, well, $411 online, then you can make anything Um you know, and so it really opened up the possibility to me. But if I'm if I'm honest, I kind of floundered around for a really couple of years, just taking a lot more time to get things done. Just really, I had a perfectionist streak, which I'm still trying to stamp out. And 
not, you know, not taking action as fast as I could have. But at the same time, I was really benefiting hugely from having a blog in that I had a, an active community of people who loved me. I got lots of comments and lots of thank yous. And I had an endless stream of personal training clients. So I was able to increase my personal training rates and because I was in such demand. So even though I wasn't immediately moving out of personal training, it really impacted my income and my time and my lifestyle as well as just fulfillment. But I, I sort of felt like, well, this Body Incredible site is great, but it's, it didn't feel like um, targeted enough, you know, and I knew that you need to have more of a targeted audience. So in March of 2011, I launched Woman Incredible. So I took the concept of Body Incredible and I created Woman Incredible, which was fitness, weight loss, and motivation for driven women. And that was just a big hit from the start because I was really just speaking from my heart about, well, yeah, about fitness and weight loss and nutrition and so on, but really just about living a life that you want to live and giving yourself permission to, you know, love yourself as you are and really just connecting with women, talking about emotional eating and topics that weren't really commonly spoken about because they're a bit taboo in the fitness world. And so as a result of that, I, I did a tour around Australia and did full-day workshops in most of the major um, cities through 2011 and I also actually the year prior I'd launched an online health telecoaching program so that was a concept that I got from your mastermind that idea of doing an online program and that was moderately successful well at the time it was actually hugely successful and probably being a bit hard on myself looking back and comparing it now to where I am now um so I, I kind of evolved from there and, and started doing some more just targeted towards female things in 2011 and I think I made around 25 to 30 grand total through my online business in 2011, which I was pretty stoked with. Um, you were still was personal still training though. Oh, sorry. You- I was still, yeah, I was still personal training. However, by that time I had, we had had our first child. So our daughter was born in November of 2009, which is called 2009. Um, and, and in 2010, we'd actually done our first little trial laptop lifestyle trip, which was a six week trip around the U S and Canada. And we eloped on that trip. We eloped in the Valley of fire, which is the desert just outside of Vegas. That's so that traditional. Was really, yeah. That was really cool. Nobody knew, not a soul. Um, and when we got back and, and when we got back from that trip and the trip was sort of funded through my online stuff, which was, you know, tickle, trickling along a little bit. So we were able to travel and still have money coming in. I remember very distinctly getting back from that six-week trip and just going back to personal training and immediately the same day feeling like, oh, I feel like I didn't even have a holiday. I just really recognized that, no, this is not the life path for me. This is something that I enjoy, but it's not my heart's passion to be a personal trainer. And I had, you know, a one-year-old daughter by that stage and, and just didn't really like having to dance to anybody else's tune, basically, in terms of having to be anywhere at a certain time. So I decided to kind of, rope things up and, and having a child was, and I see this with all of my clients, having a child was a, a really big motivation for just, right, I'm going to make this business work because I really don't want to have to be going to work, um, you know, with or without a child. I think from a motivational point of view or from a how do I start an online business point of view, you do have to just get yourself to a point where you go, right, that's enough, I'm going to make this work now and commit to it wholeheartedly on an internal level in order to get those external results. So that's what I did. And um, at the start of 2012, I was making kind of like three to $5,000 a month. So it was okay, but it wasn't, well, my personal training income was significantly higher. So I certainly hadn't replaced it. What was, the, just, just to interrupt you, uh, Kat, what was the three to 5,000 coming from? 
It was coming from a few little online courses that I'd created for women in, in Woman Incredible, like just a few short fitness challenges and um, weight loss little boot camps, as well as um, workshops that I would do from time to time. Okay. So it was kind of like a constant hustle that was required to keep that income coming in. Yeah, and nothing, it was no one hugely successful thing. It was a lot of little things that I tried out, as well as that ebook from back in 2008, yeah, the, which is still selling. Great. Yeah, <laughs> which has is, which is paid for itself now. It continues to sell, so it was worth the time. Um, yeah, so someone suggested to me at the start of 2012, oh, why don't you um, just write up a list for us of everything that we can and can't eat? And I thought, oh, all right, I'll write a list of my recommended foods and why I recommend them and which foods I recommend not eating so often. And it kind of evolved into more, more than a list and it ended up being about a 60-page thing and then I created some bonuses for it and I launched it as the Look Great Naked Eating Plan in January 2012. And I sort of thought, oh, I just whipped it up in a couple of weeks, to be honest, only because one of my members in my community asked me for a list um, and it got a little bit bigger than that and I launched it via a blog post. I'd never really heard of the concept of a sales page back then um, and I thought it might sell 20 or 30 copies and we were on holidays up in Broadbeach actually in the coast and I remember we were out at dinner with family and I just was – the PayPal notifications just kept coming in and I was the worst dinner companion ever because I was just obsessively staring at my phone for the whole dinner. I was like, oh, my God, another one. Oh, my God, another one. Oh, my God, it's a 50. It's an 80. It's at 100. And by the end of the dinner, everyone was like, how are you up to? And I sold 220 or something copies in the three-day launch that I did, which was around five grand, which to me was just – the world at the time because I was blown away and I, I was kind of went immediately into entrepreneur overdrive because I realized that right I've created something just based on a simple request from a, a reader and it's clearly what people want so how can I really tune in more to what people want so it was a really good lesson of you know if you're not sure what to create or what to do just ask ask people who are in your audience you know and they'll tell you what they want and so from there I, I went on to just really actively engage with my community and keep creating content based on what people were asking for. And by the end of 2012, I'd gone from making three to five K a month through Woman Incredible to making 30 to 35 K a month through Woman Incredible. And it was just an incredible ride. And, and it was awesome because I was creating all this stuff just based on what people wanted. And, and it was really very natural and very from the heart. So it was a really cool yeah. Okay. There's a lot there to, to break down, Kat. You, you've covered so much and you're not even finished yet. So um, I, I want to know a few things here. Let's make sure I get everything. I First of all, the jump from three to 5K a month to 35K a month, that is a big leap. You know, that's mm. multiple six figures before, before that you were just making a salary. Was it mm. just a case of having a lot of product? Like you actually started just filling all the gaps in the product funnel so that your customers had something regardless of what they wanted? That was it to an extent. I certainly created a funnel where before that I had no funnel. I just had a few random things coupled with light workshops that I was doing. So I created a funnel, which was the eating plan, which was $37 at the time. Um, and then I created a training plan because it was a natural sort of a progression. The training plan was uh, 149 It was over 12 months worth of video workouts plus everything else you can possibly imagine for a training plan. Um, a little bit of a nightmare to create, to be honest, filming all the videos. But it was it was a $40,000 launch for that, and, and then it continued selling. So that was really cool. And then from there, 
I created a, a boot camp. So I thought, well, I've got the eating plan, I've got the training plan, and those are self-guided though for people. So I'll do a boot camp. And this this is something I've observed in my business repeatedly, actually, and, and I'm not sure if it's something that people can learn from, but I've noticed that when I really try to kind of dot all my I's and cross all my T's to create the quote-unquote perfect product or launch, that there's something that's a little bit stale about it or like I'm trying too hard to force it or too hard to make money and it's it doesn't really have life in it. And so I might spend a lot of time and emotion and even money on setting up the perfect launch and I've, like, in the past had copywriters for sales pages and that sort of thing. And those are the things that tend to fall flat. And I've certainly had many failed ideas over the years, way more failed ideas than I've had successful ones. The things that really take off for me is often when I just sit down in a fit of inspiration and really just respond to maybe something that somebody's mentioned that they want or need or just like a little burst of an idea that I might have had in my head. And those are the kind of ideas that I think we all get, you know, maybe not daily but often and and sometimes ignore because it's like, oh, well, I'm focusing on this at the moment when I'm going to force this thing that's not working to work and you might push aside this little flash of inspiration that you have. So I think it's really important to listen to that stuff. And, and I listened and I had this just flash of inspiration one night, do a boot camp, do a live six-week boot camp, a bikini body boot camp. All the girls just talk about wanting to have a bikini body. You know, yes, it's cliche, but yes, it's what people want. So I just whipped up a page for it that night and launched it the next day, the Look Great Naked Bikini Body Boot Camp, where I had over 100 people join the first live round and it was a tremendous success. The results that people got were amazing and, and the biggest sort of success for me was that people realised that it's not just about losing weight and, you know, looking a certain way, but we really dealt with a lot of mindset and emotional stuff and so people referred their friends because it, it, it did go in-depth beyond just what to eat and how to exercise and so I then continued to roll that boot camp on it and repeatedly put over 100 people in each time I ran it and increased the price and then I had this funnel, which was eating plan, training plan, but then, hey, if you want to go all the way and work with me more intensively, then do the boot camp. And I I also had a number of other just little, you know, extra things that I would do from time to time. Like I had a a little green smoothie book that a friend and I made up, which was about $10, but it sold hundreds of copies. And and I still did some live workshops and events and I had a, a higher level membership program um, which was a monthly paid program that then people could go into if they'd done the boot camp and wanted to continue working with me for a longer period of time. So it was a lot of creation for sure, you know, and, and a lot of work, a lot of time and effort. I mean, I was probably putting in maybe 35 to 40 hours a week, which, I mean, that's fine, right? It's a normal job. But at the same time I had a child and I was still doing personal training clients. So I, I was putting in those extra hours to create, 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 and it, and it really paid off. How do you create so much? That, that, that's a lot of product, and you're obviously very speedy at what you do. And, mm-hmm. and there's so many things I want to know here. Your products, are they all videos? I'd love to know the technology you're using. Are you using you know, one membership site platform? It's all available in there. And I'd like to know how you evolved all of this too, because you, know, you said you wrote that first ebook. So I can imagine you're sitting there, Microsoft Word or Pages, typing away yeah, for 26 Word, months. Yeah. <laughs> producing a pdf then writing this blog post saying hey i've got this book here's the link on paypal to pay me Uh, okay use the e-junkie and then you sent an email to your newsletter 
hey, I've got yeah. this book, and then you made some sales, right? That was, that's step one. So yeah. that I think people, you know, if you're new to this, that's perhaps even that's challenging, but you're basically just a blog, an email list, an ebook, and e-junkie to take your money. So done, step one. But you've gone and ramped that up to, I've lost track of how many products you already mentioned, to be honest, Kat. So how did that all evolve, and how do you manage the components of this, not just the creation, but the delivery, the taking payments, the email system, the like what, because you have people go through a process, right? One product, then the next. And, you know, can you maybe simplify and break a little bit of that down for us? Yeah, for sure. And look, I'll I'll be honest. I, I pretty much, to this day, the way that I evolve is I commit to something to my audience that I have no clue how to make happen. Um, And then I make it happen. And it's I do I do operate well under high levels of stress. I love being stretched and challenged to the extreme and see if I can pull something off. So, you know, I realise that that's not necessarily something that everyone wants to have as part of their life. I think it's that fitness side of me coming out where I kind of love to see just how much further I can push myself before completely falling apart. Um, and I and I I mean. Having said that, like now in my business, I work 20 to 25 hours a week. So even though I have workaholic tendencies in my personality, I, I really live an amazing life. Um, but even back then, the most I worked was 35 to 40, which is, oh, okay, it's significant, but it's not what I would term excessive. Really, in terms of how I've made it all work, like I've just, I've constantly in my mind gone further than where I am in reality and then I've just put myself in a situation where I have to figure it out like even with the first ebook I mean I you know if you haven't heard of e-junkie then you've got to figure it out so I'm not sure I don't remember how I figured out about e-junkie I probably read about it on your side or maybe on Problogger or something like that when it came to doing the rest of the things well I, I've used Aweber up until the start of this year and we're with Infusionsoft now but I was with Aweber through that whole time and so we used um uh, wish list for my membership site but the first time I ran the Look Great Naked Bootcamp, the six week bootcamp I didn't even use a membership site because I sort of heard of it but I, I didn't give myself any time between the idea and launching it to figure out how to do it so all I had was password protected pages um, you know which is a little bit well, just a little bit messy and I, I had to clean it up for the second round. But I think it's it's one example and there's many examples I could pull on where, you know, just because the ideal way to do things might be a certain way doesn't mean that it has to be done that way. Like it's a real trap in online businesses to see how other people are doing things and there's so many beautiful sites out there and beautifully developed membership sites in particular and you think, oh, gosh, well, I can't launch my program or my bootcamp or my products until I've got all that in place. And well, if you want to be a perfectionist, go ahead, but you might delay making money for another six to 12 months. So why not just figure out how to do something now and then kind of beautify it later? And so that approach is what allowed me to launch and create so many things so fast. I like to say that I, I create, I do create at the speed of light. I am very fast and, and I always have been in my work ethic, but I leave a wake of chaos behind me <laughs> basically. And so I'm quite aware of that. So I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, yeah, I've created so much stuff and it's all just come together perfectly. I mean, all of the launches I did in 2012, it seemed to become like a thing where I promised it at a certain date. I would say, right, it's going, for example, I launched something on my birthday one year. I don't know why I did that because I ruined my birthday dinner. But I said it's going to go live at 6 p.m. on October 2. It was a Sunday. 
Um, and then my family were arriving at 6.30 because in my mind I thought, sure, I'll just launch it at 6 p.m. and then we'll go to dinner at 6.30. <laughs> well, it got, it got down to 5.59 and I realised that the links from the blog post savings page, but I didn't even have a sales page, um, were not going to the right place. And then when you tried to click to buy, it just wasn't connecting properly. And that's just one example. There was a lot of incidences like that with my launches where everything seemed to be down to the minute of what I'd promised. And it was just like, you just felt like you had to sit down and drink a big glass of wine after every launch. So it was kind of crazy. Um, but at the same time, I wouldn't change it because if I had have given myself more room, if I had have said to myself, okay, well, first, you know, fully understand how wishlist works, for example, before you promise that you're going to launch a product on it in two weeks, then it probably would have taken me, you know, three to five years to create what I created in 2012. Mm. So it is actually part of how I coach and and I, I do realise that, it, you know, that it's not a style that's for everyone, but it's certainly what my clients love is that I really, I really believe that we get in our own way a lot and that we can always do everything a lot faster than what we realise. Now, I'm not saying it's not going to be stressful or chaotic, but it's so worth it and you feel so proud of yourself to see what you've created in a short period of time when you could have still been sitting there reading the manual for wish list or something, you know. And uh, I mean, there's been plenty of times when things didn't work. Uh, you know, I've had the odd occasion where something that I've promised to clients has, has fallen through or not worked and then I've looked like an idiot or I've had to apologise. But I, again, I wouldn't change it because it's been a handful of occasions out of a period of years and, um, I've had times where things got seriously messy, like I tried to move the membership site from one domain to another and that just resulted in major breakdown, but found somebody on Odesk, for example, and hired them to clean it up. So, you know, there's always solutions. And one of one of my, I have 15 books on Amazon and one of my books is called Act First, Think Later. And that really kind of sums up my philosophy of business. It's kind of the concept of that whole, you know, um, it's better to ask for forgiveness later than permission in advance. Well, it's not the exact same thing, but it's a similar concept where just act now, just do what you want to do now, pull it together somehow, make it work because you can, and then clean it up afterwards right. rather than take six months to launch a product. Ready, fire, aim. That's that's that. right. That's a great book as well. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... Uh, one other piece of the puzzle I'd like to know about before we continue your story, the, the audience growth. So you've obviously had this blog from the beginning. It was a free WordPress one for your physical clients that you were doing uh, personal training and fitness with. And then you started your, your sort of health nutrition blog, and then you switched to a, a woman's one in particular. I'm assuming this whole time you've been growing your audience and you said you did some guest writing, so that would have produced some attention as well. How, because obviously you need to have people to sell. Every time you're doing one of these launches, you keep mentioning, I'm assuming it is you sending an email to your existing subscribers. It's not like you going out and getting a ton of affiliates or buying traffic. It's basically you emailing the people who already pay attention to you. Is that right? That's right. And I, I should say that just, just to make sure we're not sort of talking about the wrong business, because Woman Incredible is not my active business anymore. I'm now operating under catlatoads.com, just under my own name, and I'm not doing the fitness stuff anymore. I'm doing business stuff. So that was sort of the transition I made while I was making it for a long time, but made it officially last year. So I've been growing the list slowly at the start um, and really just word of mouth, which did nothing, to be honest. So that's not a good way to grow a list. <laughs> and I... Uh, and then, and then I did start actively guest posting. Um, 
and I started just uh, pitching my posts to a lot of a lot of the big blogs at the time. So um, Dumb Little Man, I wrote a lot of posts for them and, and had some good success with my posts there, Pick the Brain. Um, I remember I wrote for Mary Jacks, I don't know how to say her name, site um, on writing and I trying to remember some of the other sites. I got a gig with Women's Weekly, which was good, although not quite my audience, but good for credibility as well. Mm. So the guest posts certainly helped. It was consistency in blogging that initially did get my list growing. I mean, nowadays the way that my list continues to grow is that I have an ongoing free opt-in where you can get one of my Amazon best-selling books for free if you opt into my list. And so I promote that on Facebook via a Facebook ad and just spend a few dollars a day on it. And that continues to grow my list. And, and I do also get some pretty good word of growth, uh, word of mouth growth now mm. because I'm because I'm established now and I've got a name, particularly amongst the women entrepreneur communities. So I get referred a lot, which is really cool. Uh, but initially, I would honestly say that the guest posting was one of the key things that took my list growth off because I remember, I think it was before I started your program, I remember that I'd been unofficially blogging on WordPress for around nine months and I had 109 subscribers and I think I'd started with 89 because it was like my known community in Melbourne who I got to jump onto my list initially or I think I added them in manually even in eye contact or something. Um, You know, so that was a bit disheartening. I wasn't really getting any growth and I started your course around that time and I also entered a competition on Copy Blogger. It was a blog post that John Laura wrote called Is Your Blog Broken? And you had to submit a comment saying why your blog was broken and he was giving away some free consults. And I, I said, well, you know, I think that I'm a good writer but I'm not getting any more traffic. I'm not really having any list growth. You know, I feel like my blog is broken. And I, I won one of the competition places, which was so cool, um, and had this consult with him, which was just, really incredibly helpful mainly because well he gave me some great practical suggestions but he also just told me you are a great writer your writing is good enough to be on this on copy blogger or on any of the big name blogs and it was funny how that um affirmation really just meant such a lot to me like Mm. it gave me that ability to go well if I am good and somebody else who I respect says I'm good then well I'm going to stop sitting around and wishing that people would magically join my list and I'm going to actually actually get up there and actively make it happen so it gave me kind of a kick up the butt uh, which was really good and so I started blogging on a follow his advice at the time and, and started blogging consistently two times a week on my blog and sending out one guest post a week as well so I still think that's good a good strategy and I, I then stopped guest posting for years once my growth kind of got off the ground I got lazy with it to be honest and I've started doing it again recently and recently been given a column on the Huffington Post which is awesome so yeah so I'm going to actively start guest posting again I honestly don't know why I've resisted it for so many years but it was a big part of why my list initially started growing and then from there it was really just commenting as well made a big difference And, and you know that was something I know you had spoken about it was time consuming though but commenting did work like I looked at my Google Analytics and I could see that I got a lot of traffic from certain blogs that I'd been commenting on so when I was doing commenting as a strategy I remember I had a rule where I had to do actually I think I saw this from you as well do 10 comments every night before bed 
<laughs> oh yeah, that's no. my that's my old that first traffic shows. technique. Yeah, that's yeah, long time ago, but like, yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, it was it was quite a long time ago. So these were the strategies I was using back then. Um, you know, I had a little rule to yeah, which obviously I stole from you. Ten comments before bed every night and <laughs> send out a certain amount of guest posts. Yep. I wouldn't say stall, that was what I taught. But yeah. Okay, yeah, learn <laughs> Yeah, um, fantastic. And, and John Morrow's, you know, he's, he's the guest blogging king too, so he's the perfect, oh, yeah. perfect guy to follow for that. So um, fantastic. You know, that's proof of the effort you have to put in to grow your brand, grow your audience, grow your name, and, and you're reaping rewards. And like, a, you know, the flywheel concept, you put in the work early on, but then the wheel got spinning and now people I assume come to you, these opportunities open up without you putting the effort in, which is always fantastic. The momentum is there. So uh, I'd like to know then the rest of the story. So you, you, you were doing 35 K a month in this sort of fitness niche, but then you decide to throw it all away and start in the business <laughs> niche. Is that what happened? Uh, I wouldn't say quite threw it away. I was, to be honest, to be quite honest, I was getting a bit bored with being known as, like, I'd given myself a title. One of the conferences I went to said, you have to have a title. You have to be called the something. So I was calling myself Australia's female fat loss queen, and I just, I hated it. I felt really uncomfortable saying it. I felt, like, just silly. It didn't fit me, but I felt like, all right, I've got to have a title, so I'll be Australia's female fat loss queen. And I just was bored with being the fat loss person. I, it wasn't the real me. It wasn't what I actually cared about. I had zero interest in talking about how many calories people should eat, which is not what I taught anyway. But a lot of the stuff that people were asking me, I was like, oh, you know, it doesn't really matter right now what you eat. You need to deal with your emotional stuff towards food in your body. And so I was always kind of trying to get people to go a bit deeper. But I realized that I had marketed and positioned myself in such a way where people were coming to me for fat loss advice because that's what I was selling. So I was sort of trying to figure out a way where I could be more of the leader who I wanted to be, like make what I saw as a bigger difference in people's lives than than purely weight loss. And and I was kind of tired with personal training. I'd been doing it for 13, 14 years and and just tired with one-on-one and not wanting to do that anymore. And I guess underneath it all, I've always felt that my calling is to be a writer and a speaker. And I didn't see that I was, that I wanted to do that in a big way within the fitness world. I didn't, you know, I didn't see myself really wanting to be a speaker at big fitness conferences, for example. I want to speak at big personal development and business conferences. And I was doing a lot of business coaching on the side because, well, I've always been very successful in my personal training business. And so a lot of trainers over the years have always approached me and asked for coaching and help in their businesses. So I was doing that. At one point, I had eight trainers working for me and I developed a lot of business stuff for Fitness First Australia for their trainers. And so I thought, well, I'm already doing this quite a lot. Why not just, you know, why not just have a go at doing this sort of stuff online? So I set up a site under my name, catlatozo.com, and I started writing some business-based stuff. But also I wanted to make it more than just how to make money because my my big passion on my my big message that I feel that I have to share with the world is that life is now and you have to press play now. And that's been my tagline since 2007. I write it at the end of everything I write, life is now, press play. And so I started to write more along those lines, which I'd been doing anyway on Woman Incredible, but it hadn't been my main thing. And I launched or I put together, I should say, just a simple workshop in Melbourne in May of 2013. Um, for health coaches and it was a health coach wealth day I called it and I just put up a simple sales page saying look I've made a lot of money online you guys already know that so I was pretty much putting it out there to my personal training community who I know 
Um, I want to show you how you can do that, how you can get out of personal training if you want to and, and make money online. So I did this one-day event in Melbourne, which was a great success. Uh, and then at the end of the day, I made an offer to do an eight-week high-level mastermind working with me. And I had 10 people take up the offer, which was all the spaces that I had made available. How much was and that? So $8,000. Okay. Yeah. And so I started making money in business coaching and working with these people really intensively to set up their entire online business from scratch. And so I continued to roll that program out but then also went into my normal creative pattern of just creating like crazy and putting together, like I did some online little workshops and I did, I didn't do any more live events because I was pregnant. Um, but I did a few online events that I charged a little bit for like $57 to do a three hour online event with me. And I put together a little podcast series on how to create your own online program. Uh, and I did a couple of other little things just randomly, not really what I would call putting a funnel together, but the main thing that I was doing, last year was doing the private coaching with small groups to set up their entire online business. And that was cool. I was getting good results with my clients and enjoying it. But I, I have to say that it wasn't like 100% my zone of passion. I just felt like, oh, I've kind of gone from doing this fitness stuff that is not fully what I want to do because what I really want to do is teach people that life is now and you've got to go out and create the life that you want now. And I'm not doing that though because I'm so busy teaching people internet sales and marketing which is obviously something I know and, and am good at and enjoy. But again, it's not my true deep message that's within me. You know, my true message is, well, yes, teach you how to make money online, but do so from that place of, hey, what is the life you really want? What is the business you really want? Rather than just, hey, how can I make money online? And I felt like I wasn't really tapping into that deeper message within the coaching that I was doing. So I decided to stop doing it, even though it was really where my income was coming from because one result of spending so much time on the business coaching and, and then couple that with the fact that I had a very complicated pregnancy last year. I was actually living in hospital off and on from the 20-week mark and so running my business from hospital, hmm. which I read a kind of a blog about like, hey, look, I really am location-free. I'm in hospital. <laughs> Laptop <laughs> lifestyle. That's not what I meant when I said location-free. <laughs> So that was, it, was a, it was a very confronting year last year for a number of reasons, um, and that was one of them. And so, uh, you know, I, as a result of that, uh, the pregnancy thing and then a lot of time and energy into business coaching at this very high level, like, you know, very intense level, spending a lot of time with my clients, the woman incredible side of things had slowed right down because I really hadn't been putting any energy or time into it. So instead of making 30 to 35 grand a month, it was down to like five to 10 K a month, which was significantly lower because I, I do now have uh, casual like freelance staff who work for me, like VAs and that sort of thing. And so I was, you know, having to pay people in my business and, you know, think of all these expenses that I created in my business. So I kind of, you know, I wish I could, well, I don't really wish I could sit here and say I've had this smooth sailing story because I don't know if that would actually be inspiring. But the truth is this, my story has been very up and down in places. And last year was a year of real hardship, even though I made some big money from business coaching and made a big difference, helped people get their business off the ground. But then I had to really be very um, truthful with myself and go, well, I I still, this is still not quite what I want to do. I do want to coach people how to make money online, but I want to do it from a different angle. Like I want to be more no BS about it. I want to be more almost aggressive about it and really push people to get honest with themselves about what life and business they want rather than just teach them a strategy on sales and marketing. 
And so it was very hard to do, but I decided to not keep doing that sort of coaching until I could figure out the way that I actually wanted to do it. The reason that was hard was because it pretty much slowed my income right down. And meanwhile, we'd actually, I'd given birth to our son, healthy son, after the scary pregnancy. And when he was four or five weeks old, we packed up all our belongings, put them in a storage container in Melbourne and headed to the Gold Coast for six months before embarking on this overseas trip that we're now on, the endless overseas trip. And so we'd done all of that right as I just decided that, hey, I'm just going to deliberately stop making money now because I want to figure out what I really want to do. So it was kind of foolish and and it it got to a point where it wasn't foolish big picture, but at the time it felt like am I being really stupid because I remember on Boxing Day last year just being by a beach in Queensland and thinking, oh, my God, like I'm actually scared for the first time. I'm actually really scared about money because things are just not working because I'm refusing to do them because Mm. I want to figure out the true business that I want to have. And and my husband was freaking out and going, you know, should we cancel this overseas trip? And I was getting angry at him every time he mentioned it. And I pretty much dug my heels in though. And I said to myself, if I have to take our whole family and live in my parents' spare room in their townhouse in in the eastern suburbs of Melbourne, then I will. I'm not going to go back to doing the full-on fitness stuff and I'm not going to be just a sales and marketing coach. That's not what I really want to be and I believe that I have a bigger message and a bigger mission than that and I'm committed to making that happen because I know that if I go down this path of just keep launching stuff because I know it can make money, then it's not enough. And I remember distinctly saying to my husband, if this is the range of a million dollars, then I don't want it. I will go back to personal training before I continue down a path that is not fully fulfilling me. And, and even though I'm getting results for my clients, I don't believe that I'm doing the best work that I'm meant to be doing in the world. So it was it was hard. And I, I actually took a screenshot on my phone one day showing my bank balances because I was meeting a friend for coffee and I had 86 cents in one account and $2.89 in another account. And I realized that I would just say, I'm just going to have some water because I didn't want to put myself in a position where I might have to offer to pay for coffee and I couldn't. And Kat, Kat, uh, where'd the money go? If you made 35 grand a month at one stage, okay, no kids cost a lot, but that's still, what happened to it all? Did you, do you like shoes? Business coaching. Business, no, I don't yeah. shop coaching. <laughs> so, I no, I, I'm, I'm a coaching junkie. Um, and look, some people might say I've made foolish decisions with how much money I've spent on coaching, but I, I've spent around two to $300,000 in the last three years on business coaches. Wow, okay, interesting. Um, so I did a $72,000 coaching program last year. So I was paying money to my coaches and not myself. And that was scary and stressful. Um, I look back now and look, last year was the year I would say I broke my business, but it had to be done. I did it deliberately. I could have totally kept making that money. I could have easily run my boot camp, run my Look Great Naked boot camp again and run fitness events and run, you know, pure sales and marketing coaching programs. And I could have been doing 50, 60, 80K a month every single month right through last year. And I was doing that for the first half of the year and up until probably about August and spending a lot of that money back on coaching though. Mm. So I, wasn't, I was not at the time managing my profit margins well. Mm-hmm. which has been a real lesson for me in business um, and something that I've now improved, which I'm really happy to say. <laughs> but at the same time, I again, I, and this is why I talk so transparently about it because I think that a lot of people have a lot of shame around money and there's a lot of people who are making money in their online business but don't necessarily have anything to show for it. 
And that is how I was for a long time. And I was really bootstrapping my business and sometimes using credit. And, and I mean, at the same time, I, I wouldn't change any of it because I really think that the, the money and the emotion and the energy that I've invested into all the things I've learned over the past years is what got me to where I am. And so I would never take back spending that $72,000 on coaching because it was a big part of what I've learned. Now, I'm sure there are other ways to do it. I'm not saying that the only way to succeed online is to spend two or $300,000 total on business coaching. That's just the way I did it. There's mm. lots of other ways. But for me, I've always had, and this is the only reason I was able to do that, is I've always had an underlying belief that I'm going to make it really, really big and I felt like these are the people who I needed to learn from it. And I continue to regularly invest high five figures in business coaching. I just signed up for another event that was $10,000 to be in a, a smaller event with Brandon Bashad in Santa Clara in mm. November this year. And this is just, it's, it's a really important expense for me. I actually don't spend money on clothes or anything <laughs> like that. I, I, do, I do spend it on travel now, um, which is pretty cool. So it's, it's really part of how I've gotten to where I am and I could have kept the money coming in last year but I chose to I chose to prefer to struggle financially for a short period of time so that I knew that I would create a business I really wanted. Okay. Which, which, which you have today. So what mm-hmm. does your business look like today? So now I have an amazing, what I would truly call lifestyle business, meaning that it's not just, okay, yes, I work 20 to 25 hours a week and my business is consistently making over 80K a month, also my profit margins are now great, which is awesome after years of, of kind of um, spending all the money back into the business. Is when I just, say lifestyle... I was just going to ask, with the profit margins thing, is that just because you've scaled back on how much coaching you personally pay for or what are there other expenses as well that you've cut back on? I've cut back on some other expenses like marketing and advertising expenses. So I, I have, well, wasted. I have had money that I've spent in my business in the past couple of years on ventures that just was a waste of money in retrospect. Right. So I tried different things like getting a PR company and special advertising. That was never paid off. It was not a good use of money. So, you know, I have certainly been trigger happy on how I spend money in my business over the years. And that's been a real lesson that I've had to go through over the past 12 months to right. learn to actually think about things before I just sign up for everything that I say. Uh, I know a lot of people can relate to that. Yeah. So, Especially when you've got the money coming in, you, you like, you know what, I'm going to make 20, 30, 40 grand next month. I can spend 10 now. It's right. not a big deal. Right, um, which is what I was doing. Right. So now, yeah, I'm spending a lot. I'm a lot, a lot more careful with where I spend my money. I do continue to pay for a business coach. I would never change that. No, fair enough. Um, uh, make, can you, with with the current business, and I, I know you're closer to, or you are living the kind of business you want to have now with the kind of clients you you want and the message you want to deliver just because we're getting a little short on time i I am interested on the the components now of this business like i'd love to know uh the funnel basically like you know people come to catlaterzo.com they join this email list that gets them a a free copy of your ebook then what happens to them because you do have a lot of products right so how do you help people now yeah, I'll go through the, the funnel in a sort of nutshell overview um, for people. Uh, and all of this is new stuff that I've created since March this year. So basically after I did this whole deliberately break my business thing, I really, I, as a result of that, I was able to get clear on what I really wanted to do. And, and it took taking my foot off the pedal for a period of about six months 
and to be honest, journaling a lot and and writing a lot about what I wanted to do and, and kind of figuring things out. And then it really did just come to me. It took about six months, but it came to me and I realized I do really want to help other women make money online. I, I'm so passionate about helping people to live the life that they really want to live. And I believe that having your own business is one of the most, well, what really it's almost an essential tool, you know, because if you're working for somebody else, then how can you fully be living the life you want? So I realized that, yeah, I want to be a business coach, but I want to be kind of like a kick-ass business coach, really just getting deeper with people and, and pushing them to realize that, well, life is now, is this really the life that you want? So I came up with the concept for my Rich Chick Mastermind, which is my signature mastermind, and that's the bottom of my funnel. So when people join my email list, they get their free book. Um, they then receive a five-part email follow-on series. So I only have a five-part email responder. Uh, the first email, they obviously get their free book, and they also get an introduction to me and, and what to expect in my community. And then they receive four more emails over a period of 10 days. And those five emails are all directing them at the end of each email to go and check out the Rich Chick Mastermind. So you can join for a trial. You can try the first month for $49. Um, and then after that, it's $99 a month. Now, I came up with this mastermind concept after reading your mastermind opt-in gift. I can't remember the exact name of it. Uh, Blog Profits Blueprint? No, no, no. The, the, one, the one on a membership site, sorry. Uh, membership site mastermind. I had the yeah. master plan. That's <laughs> a lot of yeah. mastering going on here. <laughs> yeah, it's it's one of your programs on creating membership sites. Okay, yes, membership site mastermind. Yep. Yeah, which I went through in I went through the free opt-in of that in February or March, and, and honestly, just came up with this idea that day, and then launched it two days later on the Monday. Um, and so I, I did act very fast on that idea. <laughs> as you do. <laughs> <laughs> as I do. Well, I told somebody on the Saturday night that I was going to launch it on Monday, so then I was committed. <laughs> so I had to make it happen. But that was just, I mean, look, the, the tagline of the Rich Chick Mastermind is make more money online faster in a way that suits you. So it's still this whole concept of making money online like I was doing last year, but the difference is that it really feels like me now. I've really stopped worrying about what people really want to buy and just kind of doing what I know I am meant to do. So sharing on sales, marketing, online business, but also really doing a lot of in-depth work with people on the real business and life they want to create. So the Rich Chick Mastermind, yeah, they get the trial month for $49 and then it's a $99 a month ongoing program. So that's the, the entry point. Right. Is that your main cash flow source or is it from other products? That's, uh, no, that's around 20% or okay. 25%. So that's your front end? That's my front end. From there, the next step is I have the Rich Chip Coaching Certification Program, which is, it's not, it's kind of like a sidebar to the funnel because I'm only running that once a year and that had been a long time in the works to run my own certification program. So a certain percentage of people who do the Rich Chick Mastermind move up and become a certified coach in my institute, and then I promote their businesses within my mastermind. So I'm only on my first group uh, at the moment, and okay. they're about halfway through. I'm only running that one time each year, so not again until next year. I think that's so the one in, Tracy's in with you, the, one, the, the one girl who originally yeah. connected us. Yeah. So. That's correct, yeah. yeah. Um, so from there, uh, from the Rich Chick Mastermind, then the next step for people who aren't becoming a coach with me is I have a, an eight-week private mastermind, like a private coaching program, which is called Business Smackdown Intensive. 
Um, and that's eight weeks working with me privately. You also get access to to my group of other current at that time private clients. So you go into a Facebook group where you can get to know each other there and we have weekly training. And so the concept of the business SmackDown is to stop following all the rules online, stop being so vanilla and finally create the business you were born for. So it is within that eight-week time frame of working with me, you take your business from wherever it is now to launch at least one new program based on exactly what you really want to be doing, who you want to be doing it for, and to start selling and marketing that program within that eight-week time frame. So it's a lot of work in a fairly short period of time. It does require, obviously, putting together opt-ins and funnels and sales pages and all of that sort of stuff. And so that's quite an intensive coaching work that people can do with me and just for small groups of clients at a time. And so I run that every few months for people who want to kind of go to the next step with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then from there, the next or the final step, so it's a, a relatively short funnel, the final step is my what I call the society of women who dream big and make shit happen. And that's my <laughs> that's my ultimate way to work with me, which is uh, private coaching again, but over the course of an entire year. And so that's where you come into my, well, what I would call my inner circle or into the society, become a private client for a year. It's not a structured program. For example, it's not like, hey, week one, do this, week two, do this. It's an entirely tailored program for each individual within there. So it's whatever they obviously need in their business and we work on a weekly basis together or, or even more frequently. And once women are in the society, then they get access to everything underneath um, at no cost, obviously, because okay. they are that elite level client. And how much does that one cost? At the moment, it's $35,000. Okay. And I'm assuming you, you couldn't take too many people with that one since it's quite hands-on. No, no. I mean, it's not even on my website or anything. It's it's sort of, it's, it's really once people have already worked with me through my various programs, then they'll, I don't advertise it. People will reach out and, and find way, you know, how can I work with you in a more private way? So it's a very small group and, yeah. you know, it's not one that I'm looking to like super speed. But the main area where my income and growth is in my business is through the Rich Dick Mastermind, coaching certification also, and the business SmackDown intensive. And okay. then the way I work with the higher level, more expensive programs is that whatever people have already spent within my funnel gets fully credited back to them. So if they've already spent however many thousands of dollars because they've been coaching with me maybe for a while, then they'll get that credited back to them when they or if they join the society. So I really, um, I'm very strong on loyalty and, and allowing people to move through the funnel if it's right for them. Yeah. Additionally, I'm still running a three or four live events here which are also a reasonable portion of my income okay well great thank you for breaking that down and you're a great example of the traditional i call it a blog sales funnel you know bringing people to a blog joining a newsletter having a front-end offer and then a small group of people are the significant source of your income you know you probably have a hundred people who account for 80 percent of your income and that's a great model and, and you know again congratulations for pulling it off it seems like you just made this appear in just this year after all these other experiences you've had but obviously that builds up and you know what you're doing and you know, you've, you've got the formula for it so it's just a case of executing which is fantastic um cat i i would like to start wrapping up the interview so <laughs> thank you for doing the whole story and i can see it's you know still ongoing and it sounds like you've achieved a lot and you've found the right clientele and the right message you want to deliver to them going through fitness to marketing and sales, like you said, and sort of 
bringing it all together to what you do now at Cat Luterzo. Um, I'd love to wrap this up with really a sort of one question or two questions, really. Um, you took part in Blog Mastermind, which is my coaching program, and you also, by the sounds of things, just very recently read the Membership Site Master Plan, which is my free report on this subject. Now, this is a completely... Um, me being selfish question, <laughs> I'd love to know uh, what you took away. Is there, I know you've already mentioned a number of techniques that you apply, which is fantastic. Uh, but is there anything in particular that you found? Because, and you're obviously a, a kind of person who loves taking coaching programs, so you have no hesitation yeah. doing that. That's you know, you're, yeah. and, and I think that you know, I, I do want to make this point. You now, the fact that you join all these coaching programs makes it so possible for you to also teach coaching programs because you see the value you get from other coaches so you know you can be that coach for other people as well and i think it's a lot easier to go and charge eight thousand dollars for a six-week program once you've spent that money yourself and i'm not saying that just to you know convince everyone to go join an eight thousand dollar coaching program but i think it really helps to be on both sides of the fence because i've taken some five thousand dollar programs so but anyway going back to the question what is it in in particular because the people who are right in the beginning of this process, you know, don't have a blog, don't have an email list. They don't have this audience to sell product to yet. Was there something yeah. in particular like is, has blogging really been a, a big part of this process for you? Blogging was where it all began for me. And, you know, that initially that was all that I did from a sales and marketing point of view. That was my entire strategy really. And so that's, that's really what I, I would credit to the work that I did with you in Blog Mastermind because before I did that program, I had, well, I had a free WordPress blog, but I really didn't know what to do with it. I was just posting a blog every so often. I, I didn't even have an about page or anything or a way to contact me on the site. So I just had no clue, you know. And so with Blog Mastermind, I was able to create a business out of my blog. I was able to structure, well, a new site at the time, Body Incredible, and think about what the direction was for that site. And as a result of what I learned from you, I set that whole site up in a way where, well, obviously I had an opt-in gift and I had an about page and contact page and all of that sort of thing. But I also had a strategy that I was able to follow for, for my blogging and then to launch my first ebook and my first online coaching program or the ebook I got in my own way about that and it took a couple of years. But the coaching program that I did as well and so that was all inspired from, from Blog Mastermind. But to be honest, the, the biggest thing that I learned from you, and, and I, I know you have come across me only recently, I've probably mentioned your name a lot of the years to my clients and to people because I really feel like I was inspired with the possibility that all of this could happen as a result of working with you in your program and, and also just from reading your blog, um, you know, from way back when. Because it was that whole thing of, well, I saw you taking action to create the business and the life that you wanted and it gave me the belief that I could do it too. And so that was, I I can still remember, I can see myself now walking down Nicholson Street in Fitzroy and Melbourne, listening on audio to your lessons from Blog Mastermind while I was walking down to do Bikram yoga classes. That's right. (laughs) I can see it like it was yesterday and I would listen to these audios just religiously over and over again, like the same ones over and over again, because it was really for me about, well, the more I can imprint this stuff into my mind, not just the various, you know, and you, you've always been very good at actually sharing the technical side of how things come together, but more so just really feeling the lesson underneath it all, which is that, hey, you can do this. You can create a successful blog and a successful business. And so far, like, well, the more I just listen to these, even the same audios and go and read your blogs and 
lessons and so on, then I'm going to kind of imprint it into my brain to where I can do that. And, you know, I know people might listen to, to aspects of what I've shared, like spending a certain amount of money on coaching or charging certain prices for coaching, and it, it might seem like crazy. And that's how I would have felt back then as well. So it has been kind of an evolution for me. But I think the biggest thing that I've learned, and it does come back to what I learned from you, is you you got to act before you you know you don't you, you don't have to already feel ready is probably what I'm trying to say to take the actions that you want to take you just decide what you want to create in your business well also in your life and then go out and do it and understand that you know just because something feels out of reach whether it's well how do I write my first ebook or how do I sell it or whether it's like way more like okay how do I charge eight thousand dollars for something it doesn't matter whether what it is if something feels out of reach right now. It doesn't mean it's impossible. It just means you haven't yet experienced it. You can go out and make it happen. And, you know, I'm so thankful to you for having had a program in place back then when, you know, I was kind of floundering around and just trying to figure stuff out. And I'm sure I would have eventually got somewhere anyway because I I always keep taking action. But it made a significant, tremendous difference in my life. It really put me on the path to where I am now to have a support, you know, and I didn't even really take advantage of the support of other students in that mastermind either. It was just from listening to your audios and um, the written transcriptions. And it really did set me on path to start taking action and do so in a consistent way, in a strategic way. And, you know, I put it up in my Rich Chick mastermind group last week, like, oh, my God, I'm getting interviewed by the arrow. <laughs> This is a huge, this, like, I get, I get interviewed a lot now. It's, you know, I, I do have a bit of a name in the entrepreneur world, which is awesome. This is a big deal for me because <laughs> you really did put me on path. And so I'm so grateful for that. And I also just want to say for those people who think, oh, God, well, there's no way I'm going to be charging $35,000 for something. Well, a significant portion of my income does come from my membership program, which I set up from reading your report, your own membership and it's $49 a month start, it's $99 a month ongoing. The reason that I set that up is that I wanted a dependable source of income that allowed me to reach a, a larger community and have a larger impact, not just do high-end private coaching, but also because at some point I plan to have third child and I won't continue doing all those high-end coaching. So even if I stopped all my more expensive stuff right now, I've still got just under 20k a month that comes in recurrently from the Rich Chick Mastermind. And then if you add in the coaching certification recurring income as well, I'm making upwards of 35k a month now that is recurring dependable income. And all of that kind of came from reading your membership plan report. And so that that to me was a big thing from a stability point of view where I know that, hey, I do my home coaching because I love it. I don't do it because I have to do it. And if I was pregnant again or whatever other reason I decided to stop, then my business is set up in such a way that it continues to support me really, really well. So, you know, you can kind of have the best of all worlds there in terms of your pricing structure. Yeah, that's a great point. The continuity that's not too time intensive is a, it's a cash flow source, like you said. Thank you, Kat, for saying so much uh, wonderful things there about my, my work, too. I really appreciate it. It's so funny. I was doing yoga in Smith Street last year. So, you know, one, uh, one street across from where you were. So, yeah, it's a very small world. Um, Kat, one last question before we wrap it up. Uh, for the person who is listening to this, and they are right at the beginning, now you've you're obviously a brilliant action taker and, and that's rare for the people who, and you're, you're very good at pushing people to take action yeah. as well. So this is the perfect question for you to end this with. There's a person listening to this who hasn't done anything yet. They're, they're probably still trying to figure out what topic to go into. They don't have clarity about direction. 
What's the first thing you suggest to, to that person for them to actually start moving forward and, and doing the, like the ready, fire, aim that you do? I would commit to getting some kind of free opt-in gift put together within a two-day time frame because even if you don't fully know what you want to do yet, you have some ideas about what you could do. You know stuff that you can help people with. Okay, yes, you're going to continue to evolve and figure out in a more, you know, in-depth way what your exact message is and what your business is going to be about. But meanwhile, what is something that you can help people do? Put together a free gift based on that. The simplest way is often to just record a 20-minute podcast on your computer because it's a lot quicker than trying to write an ebook or something. And then set up a landing page for it. I, I really recommend lead pages because it's a simple way to set up a landing page if you don't want to do it yourself or you can do it yourself on WordPress. And then start letting people know about it, whether it be just on Facebook or, you know, send out an email to anybody whose email addresses you have and let them know, hey, I've got a, you know, I've got a new way that I'm helping people. If you want to join my list, then here's this free thing that I've created for you. Go and opt in over here and just start getting yourself out there. So do it before you're ready. What I would do if you want to take it further is commit to launching something to help people within the next four weeks. So put a date on it. You know, even create something that's like a, could be like a $21 for 21 days challenge. I used to do a lot of $21 for 21 days challenge and it's just sending people an email a day or a short podcast or a short video that you do on your iPhone each day and just sending it out over email. So you could commit to launching that in the next four weeks from now, set up a free opt-in gift using lead pages in the next two days, tell people about the free opt-in and then once they're on your list from opting in, then... You let them know that the 21-day challenge is coming and you start playing it out. And, look, I know that there's a lot of gaps in there where if you're brand new, you might be like, oh, my God, what's lead pages? How do I set that up? All of that stuff is is Googleable, and if you want to figure it out, you can. You know, just know that you're capable of so much more than what you might give yourself credit for, and you can take a month from now to launch your next program, and you can do that, or you can take 6 to 12 months so it will, or longer. It will take however long you assign time for you know, now obviously reach out, ask for help if you want help, if you need help, but at the same time, just trust in your own ability to be able to help people, to be able to make a difference and, and just choose to kind of put aside the fear of our technology and, and making things work. There's a lot of amazing free advice online as well as paid advice on all of these things. There's a lot of cool Facebook groups for women entrepreneurs, for example, that you can join for free as well as paid ones. And so there are people who can help you figure out this stuff, but you have to be the one who decides, well, enough of kind of wishing and hoping and waiting one day, I'm just going to figure it out. I'm going to make it happen. Brilliant, Kat. Thank you very much for that. That's great advice. Action, action, action. Uh, How do we spell this domain name of yours if they want to find out more about you? (laughs) So it's Kat Latoza, which is K-A-T-L-O-T-E-R-Z-O. Awesome. And I'll put that with the, uh, the blog post that goes with this interview as well. Thank you, Kat, for sharing that. This is uh, an hour and 10 minutes. So it's one of the longest interviews I've done in a while, <laughs> which is, yeah, <laughs> says how much passion you've got right there. Um, congr- Thank you for, for letting me talk. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. Thank you for sharing the story uh, and all the details and the numbers and the you know, ups and downs and everything. I really appreciate that. And, you know, good luck with uh, the future, the third child and, and enjoy the travels you're on. Thank you so much. And and yes, thank you again so much for having me on the show. It's just a huge honor and I really appreciate all of your help over the years.
Awesome. Thank you, Kat. And uh, for everyone who's listening in, you can Google my name, Y-A-R-O, to find my podcast and my blog and my videos and everything to go with it like this if you're looking for more inspiring stories like Kat's. Thanks again for listening in. My name is Yarrow, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.